life, let it be destroyed. In Jesus' name I pray. Father, we just thank you for this hour of exposition and the hour of prayer. We can't pray well except we understand the word to pray. As we open our eyes this, af this afternoon to the mystery of altars, let it be profitable to us as we deal with altars, even altars set against us in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Understanding the mysteries of altar, I want to give a prophetic word to us from scriptures. Isaiah 60 verse 20. Thy son shall no more go down. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 20. Thy son shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. The Lord shall be your light. We're going to pray with some scriptures before we go into the word this afternoon. The first one is a prophetic word from Isaiah 60 verse 20. It said, Thy son shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw its light. The Lord shall be your light. I want you to place your hand on your head and begin to pray the prayer that your son will not go down. Open your mouth and pray. Your son will not go down. Neither will the moon withdraw its light from your life. Your soul will not go down, neither will the moon withdraw its light from your life. Your soul will not go down. Your soul will not go down. Your soul will not go down. Open your mouth and declare from the depth of your heart the soul of your destiny, the soul of your family, the moon of your destiny will not withdraw itself. The sun will never go down. The sun will never go down. Open your mouth and begin to declare the sun of your destiny. The sun of your destiny. The sun of your destiny. The moon of your destiny will not withdraw its light. Moon will not withdraw its light. Sun will never go down. Your sun will never go down. Your moon will never withdraw its light. Open your mouth and declare. Yes. Open your mouth and declare. Open your mouth and declare. Yes. Your sun will never go down. Your moon will not withdraw its light. The Lord will be your light. Open your mouth and just declare. The Lord will be the light of your life. The Lord will be the light of your destiny. Let the Lord be your light. Let the Lord be your light. Let the Lord be the light of your life. Say, oh Lord, let light fill my life. If light is in your life, no darkness. Let the light of God fill your life. If you have light in your life, you cannot have darkness. In Jesus' name we pray. The second prophetic word from Isaiah 65, verse 19. It says, the voice of weeping shall no more be heard in your life. The voice of weeping shall no more be heard in your life. For God shall be your joy. For God shall be your joy. The voice of weeping shall no more be heard in your life. Open your mouth and declare that word. The voice of weeping. Oh, in the remaining months of this year, the voice of weeping will not be heard in your life. No weeping, no weeping, no weeping. The voice of weeping will shall no more be heard in your life. For God shall be your joy. For God shall be your joy. For God shall be your joy. God 
shall be your joy. God shall be your joy. God shall be your joy. The voice of weeping will not be heard in your life. Yes. Open your mouth and declare. You will not weep this year. The voice of weeping will not be heard in your life. The Lord shall be your joy. God himself shall be your joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 6. You will live and not die. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 6. Let Reuben live and not die. I want you to put your name in the place of Reuben now. You are going to declare you will live and not die. Open your mouth and declare it. You will live and not die. You will live and not die. You will live and not die. 33 verse 6. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. I am speaking today on understanding the mystery of altar. We're going to pray. People in the occultic realm understand altars better than many believers. When the children of Israel, when they were passing through the land of the Midianites, the king hired Balaam to come and curse them. Let's see Numbers 23. Verse 1 to 3, verse 14, verse 29, and verse 30. Let's go there quickly. Numbers 23, verse 1 to 3, verse 14, verse 29, and verse 30. You can read it with them. 23, from verse 1 to 3 first, then verse 14. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Verse 14. Eh? Verse 14 now. 14. So we brought in the field of Zoe, mm -hmm. the top of his car, and mm -hmm. gave seven altars, and he offered a bull and ram on Verse 29. Then Bala said to Bala, You give me seven altars, mm -hmm. and you hear me for seven bullets. Mm -hmm. Verse 30. Stop there. Look at it there. When you want to place a curse on God's children, he said they should build seven altars in different places. Um, you see, it is in that place you will also discover, in that Numbers 23, verse 23, he said there shall be no enchantment, there shall be no divination, there shall be no sorcery against Jacob that will stand. There shall be no enchantment, no divination, no sorcery. The truth is this. Divinations, sorcery, they are real. That's what happens is telling us. They are real. They are real. Some people want to just dismiss it and say, no, there's nothing like divination. There's nothing like sorcery. But the Bible says there shall be no divination. There shall be no sorcery. There shall be no enchantment against Jacob that will stand. Which means enchantment, divination, sorcery is real. Very real. Very real. Now listen to this. What is an altar? I'm talking about understanding the mystery of altar. What is an altar? An altar is a place of spiritual sacrifice. 
It is a place of contact with the spirit world. An altar, that's why I advise every member, you know, to have a small stool in your house. If you can't afford to have a room that's an altar, a place of your prayer, a small stool where you put your anointing oil, you know, where you put your mantle, and you go there specifically every day to pray. As a specific place to pray in your altar, to counter other altars that have been set against you. We advise that, that you should have, even though it's a small table, dedicate that place for just a place of prayer. You go there and you make it your altar to fight against other altars rising against you. An altar is a place of spiritual sacrifice. An altar is a place of contact with the spirit world. The spirit world needs devotion. There is devotion. You need to set out a time, a time, a place for the Lord. If you want to be able to effectively battle the kingdom of darkness. What is an altar? Number three, an altar is a place of communion with God. An altar is a place of communion with God. You go to an altar and tell the Lord, I want to see you. Number four, an altar is a place of invocation. An altar is a place where enemies can invoke somebody. He appears there, they pass judgment. They do a lot of evil on altars. An altar is a place of servicing and activating covenants. An altar is a place of servicing and activating covenants. People make covenants, activate covenants on altar. An altar is a place, is the entry point of spirits to the world. That is, for believers, their altar will be a place where angels will come down, the power of God will be released. For those who are in the demonic world, an altar, demons, will find their way to an altar. So there is power on altars. There is power on altars. There is power on altars. There is strong power on altar. Strong power on altar. Now what are we saying there? An altar is a launching pad of spiritual oppression to attack. An altar is a launching pad of spiritual oppression. When people want to attack, they go to their altar. They go to their altar. And that's why as believers, we should understand that the altar is very important. We can fight altar from altar. When we say altar versus altar, we can fight altar from the altar of God. An altar is a place of fellowship. An altar is a place of fellowship where you come to fellowship with the Lord. And also, satanic altars are raised to stop people's progress. Look at it there. Balance abuse seven altars, seven of them. They're going to stop their progress. An altar is a, is a place raised to stop people's progress. Number 10. An altar are raised to kill and truncate destinies. What is an altar? An altar is raised to truncate and kill destiny. A lot of people, their destiny has been killed. I met a man in Abuja, very, very intelligent man, very intelligent man. You know, then he was, okay, that was last year, he was 47. He has about five degrees and he's jobless. He's jobless, he's jobless. So we, we said, okay, said you will make our time to come to Lagos. You know, he still called me, he said, you make our time to come to I said, something is wrong with you. How can you be all this and you can't make any impact? Altars have been raised to truncate and kill his destiny. Number 11, altars are raised to stop the plans and purpose of God in a person's life. Enemy can use satanic altar. They have said this is where God is taking you to. 
they tried to stop it. That's what Balaam wanted to do. God had promised the children of Israel a safe package. He said, build seven altars. I will use these altars to stop them. I will use altars to kill their destiny. They will not enter into the land of their promise. I want you to place your hand on your head. Say, oh Lord, I will enter the land of my promise. Say, I will enter the land of my promise. I will fulfill my destiny. In Jesus' name. Listen to these. I want you to understand this. We have different types of altar. We're going to pray. We have different types of altar. The first one is godly altar. Godly altar is the place where we pray. Like in the church, we have godly altars. Where we pray to the Lord for his intervention. That's godly altar. We have godly altar. So number two, we have marine altars. Marine altars are inside the water. And when people look at the river many times, what they see is just a big water. But no, there is a kingdom. There is a kingdom under the water. A man met me, you know, uh, some years ago, told me how his brother-in-law, you know, his brother-in-law took him to a river to go and do a money sacrifice. So he told the man, he said, I'm not ready to kill anybody. He said, no, don't worry, just follow me. He said, when they got to the river, slippers appeared from inside the river, at the back of the river, Two slippers appeared, so they pulled their shoe and they put their legs on those slippers that came out of the river and they made themselves under the river. They got there under the river. When they got under the river, they met a man in white. His hair was like gold. The man welcomed them and welcomed them to come in. They started coming. They told them, Come in, come in, come in. When they got there, they now told the man, the, the other man who wanted to do the ritual, you know, to go and Look into a hole, a cave, there under the water. You would see, you know, a bed inside. When he looked over, what he saw was an oar. This bed that had big, big eyes. Very big one. I've not seen that kind of oar before. So, he now said, when he puts his hand to catch the corn inside the basin, that the oar the will strike him in the hand. He should not drop the corn. And then when he brings up his hand, how many corn he picks? So how many years he will live after making the money? He said, when he got there, he said, the all was just looking at him. He said, well, this way the all were looking at him and he was so afraid, he may end up picking one corn. So he said, he was scared. He told them he's not interested again. So he withdrew from there and he said, he's not interested anymore. He got back home. In the night when he sleeps, something come and carry him up and bring him down. Carry him up to his ceiling. And bring them down. You'll be doing like that till morning. Till morning, you'll be carrying up, you know, down. So Ben is afraid to sleep until somebody brought him to see me. And when he discovered, he said, You have gone to the altars of darkness. There are altars of darkness. There are marine altars. Even in the Bible, because people will say, Oh, where is this in the Bible? You see, God told Moses to go and wait for Pharaoh at River Nile. Before Pharaoh will get there, Moses will wait for Pharaoh at River Nile to counter his plan against Israel's freedom. So any morning before Pharaoh got there, Moses was waiting for him. Then what happened? Pharaoh appeared. He was surprised. You know, the believer need to have mystery above mystery. The believer need to know to operate in a higher level. If not, the course of darkness they will play on them. So what happened? Moses got there and he counted everything that Pharaoh had a plan. And everything about, about them failed. 
Number three, we have territorial altars. What is territorial altars? Every area, like where we are in, Ekoro, you know, have its own altar. Whenever you come into an area, if you are a person who operates on the spirit, what you do is to study the powers existing in that environment before you came. You need to know, if you don't study the, the powers in that environment, whatever you try to do may not work. May not work. May not work. Like somebody was telling me around that the surprise were able to raise buildings because every other person who tried, you know, to the fourth building to here, they could not finish. They could not finish. About four people have bought here, four people have bought there. They come and buy and they run. Now, for you to be able to complete it, that you must have been able to subject the force, the power down, and dislodge the power. We are going to call territorial powers. These altars are territorial altars. These altars, they operate in areas and they want to take charge of that area. In Daniel chapter 10, the power that held the prayer of Daniel was the prince of Pesha. It was the power over the territory of Pesha. That in Pesha, anybody that prays will not get answered. We call this territorial altars. There are altars there in the spiritual realm. The next one is forest altars. Forest altars. Forest altars. There are altars in the forest. These forest altars, powers are in the forest. We are forest of a thousand demons. We are forest of two thousand demons. We are forest that carries a lot of demons. Strong demons. So these forests are not just ordinary forests, they are altars. Forest altars. Number five, cemetery altars. Cemeteries where people are buried. Cemeteries are altar. Many times if you visit cemeteries, you will see, you know, uh, many times people's picture are tied to graves. People's picture are tied. People's destiny are tied and bottled and kept there. Now, the truth is this. Those people that their destiny have been tied to a grave, except somebody get there to get that removed, the person will remain in bondage. Except they're able to get angelic prayers where you are praying and you're able to send angels to go and physically remove that thing. The person's life will remain in bondage. So we have cemetery altars. Number six, we have road junction altars. Every junction you see, every junction that you see, there are altars. Every junction. Every junction you see, there are altars. Altars move in different junctions, different areas. They have these altars that move in this junction. Number seven, elemental altars. The sun, the moon, and the stars. They are altars. They can do something on somebody. Only by come out in the day, you will never get a job. They abuse the sun against the person. The person is selling something during the day, you won't sell. Except somebody telling you, oh, there is something against you. Don't sell you in the day, sell you in the night. If he's able to reverse that timing, you will see that things get better. So there are elements in the sun. Let me show you from the Bible. Judges 5.20. Let's get there. Judges 5.20. Can we get there? Judges chapter 5 verse 20. Let's get there quickly. Judges 5.20. We can read it there. Stop there. Caesarea. There was a battle going on. Enemies used stars to fight against the person. They already go and program stars. As he came, stars were falling, hitting him. He could not make. He could not move. They say these stars and their courses, They fought Caesarea. They fought. That is why God spoke somewhere to the book of Job and asked Job, "Have you spoken to the moon today?" Have you spoken to the moon today? I'll be, I'll be doing 
a teaching very soon on the power of commanding the elements. I'll do, I'll do that teaching. When you see from the book of Job, God asked Job, have you spoken to the moon today? Have you been able to address the powers and the moon and bring them down? Because some things, these things are meant to work against you. You don't have to bring them down. Job is struggling and saying, what is happening? What is happening? But the truth is that there are powers making things to happen. I will tell you, I will show you something too about altars that is very strong. There's a story I read in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 26, that shocked me. I've asked other theologians to it has shocked them. Some people never, never even read that place before. There was a prophecy Elisha gave when Israel was going to a war that the Lord is saying to you people, go to this war, you are surely going to win. A, a clear prophecy from God. And they got to that war, they started winning. Israel and Assyria. King of Assyria brought his first son, sacrificed his first son on the wall. Immediately, the battle changed. The battle changed. Let's go there. Let's read it quickly. Second Kings chapter 3, verse 26. Let's go there quickly. You can read it there. Second Kings chapter 3, verse 26, 27. And when the king of Moab saw the battle, mm -hmm. the battle was too Mm -hmm. To break through even unto the king of Edom, uh -huh. they could not. Mm -hmm. Then he took his, his eldest son that should have prayed in his stead mm -hmm. and fired him for a bonus offering. Continue. Before, and there was great indignation against Israel. Mm -hmm. Stop there. The war just ended. They could not stand that anymore. And if you read, the, if you read that chapter from, from the early verses, you will see that they were told to go to that war that they are going to win. There are altars. There are powers in the altars. Except you counter these altars, you will just struggle without making impact. Now, this is the spiritual realm is an auction market. I told somebody, I said, um, what level of sacrifice are you made? Who, who, who were in the person's shop in the island some days ago? And he said, it's not selling. I said, the point is this, you are the, the island market, all the markets in the island, they are spiritual altars. Some people living in their shop, they have heads of people buried. So you want to sell in that same place, you need to prepare yourself. You need to know how to make sacrifices. So when, so when you go to church, what do you give? What, what, what investment do you make? What are you doing to counter these powers working against you? Say, never knew that, never knew. The point is that if you don't know, it takes sacrifice to counter sacrifice. If you are close to God, you're following after Him, enemy is doing some things, they can't succeed because you are deeply rooted in God. You are deeply rooted in God. Now, also, you may want to ask the question, what are the effects of satanic altar on the life of believers? What are the effects? Satanic altars oppose God and His grace. That's what you do. Satanic altar, they are out to oppose God and His grace. They oppose God and His grace. When some people, when they complain and say, oh, things are not going well. Somebody called me and said, oh, things are not going well. That you don't know what to do. I said, you have not dealt with the altars fighting against you. Altar. Deal with the altar and you'll be breakthrough. Deal with the altar. Things will move well. What am I saying? What are the effects of satanic altar? Number one, satanic altar oppose God and His grace in a person's life. Number two, they result in endless struggle and suffering. Satanic altars result in endless struggle and suffering. Whenever you see endless suffering, struggle, something is wrong. God didn't make life to be difficult for anyone. 
It's not, it's not God, it's not God, it's not God. They result in endless struggle and suffering. All the time, suffering. All the time, suffering. You know, all the time, just suffering, suffering. Number three, effect of satanic altar. They cause limitation and frustration. Number three, they cause limitation. They limit people. They limit destiny. So you say, no, this must stop. This must. You need to have only anger. Only anger. If something is happening to you, you are being patient. You know, you tolerate it. Whatever you tolerate in life, you cannot change. I take it again. Whatever you tolerate in life, you cannot change. Whatever you tolerate in life, whatever you permit in life, you can't change. When you have only anger and say, no, this battle must stop. It's the beginning of your victory. What do they do? They cause limitation and suffering. Number four, they cause open doors. They cause open doors for evil spirits. When evil spirits enter something, no matter how good it's working, it turns bad. Because they're evil. They don't do anything good. So they open door for them. They come in through that open door and they cause problem. What are the effects of satanic altar? They delay the program of God. Satanic altar delay the program of God. What would have been a three days journey? They make it a three years journey. And it's not the way God planned it. God didn't plan it that way. So you, they are fighting against. You must say no. You must say, I must do this battle. I must fight this battle. You must make up your mind. They cause intolerable mysteries. They make some things happen. It will look so shocking. 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 It looks so shocking. Now, they cause prolonged affliction. Satanic altars cause prolonged affliction. Just they're afflicted all the time. Number eight, they cause poverty and backwardness. They cause divorce, they cause poverty, they cause backwardness, they cause stagnancy. That is the work of demonic altars. What is the way out? We're going to pray this morning, but what is the way out? What is the way out of the work of demonic altar? You know, God made a statement in the book of Isaiah. He said, these people are kept in holes and nobody see restore. They are kept in holes. They are kept in bondage and nobody see restore. You know, God will not restore if you don't ask him. God is not a busybody. You must tell him, I want to be free. I don't want this life. I want to change before it comes in. So, what do you do? What is the way out? Number one, genuine commitment to God. Number one, genuine commitment to God. There is nobody that will be so committed to the Lord and the Lord will allow the person to suffer. It's not possible. Number one key, genuine. Say, draw near unto me and I will draw near unto you. So the first key is genuine commitment to the Lord. Number two, spiritual warfare. You want to fight against altars? You need spiritual warfare. You need to declare war. Say, no, enough is enough. We need to declare war. Let's see Luke 10, 19. Let's go there quickly. You can read if you're there. Luke chapter 10, verse 9. We're talking about the way out. The way out. What do you do? Because sometimes this is the problem, but what do we do? That's the question. What do we do? What do we do? Spiritual warfare. Luke 10, 19. Let's go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop there. You need to use that in prayer. You know, against all the authors working against you, say, God has given me authority. God has given me authority over all the works of the enemy. 
over all the wise. You know, whatever power that's working here, I come against your own authority. I come with a new authority from the Lord. Your authority must go down. Your authority must go down. There's something they say. God has given us authority over all the ability of the enemy. You know, King James didn't put it well. Say, God has given us power over all the power of the enemy. No, the enemy does not have power. In the original Greek translation, it said, God has given us authority over the ability, over the ability of the enemy. Enemy have ability, but they don't have authority. You as the believer, you have authority. God has given you authority over the ability of the enemy. Let's go down. What do you do? What is the way as number one? I say genuine commitment to God. Number two, spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Number three, raise your own altar. Raise your own altar. Have your own altar. Isaiah, let's go to Isaiah 62, verse 6 to 7. Let's see what the Bible says. Isaiah 62, verse 6 to 7. You can read it if you're there. Isaiah 62, verse 6 to 7. Raise your own altar. You can read if you're there. 62, verse 6 to 7. I have set watchmen on your Stop there. He said, do not give God rest. Do your own altar. Don't give God rest until his plan for your life come to pass. That's the key for believers. There is no shortcut to it. He said, do not give God rest until God's purpose, plan for your life is fulfilled. That's the key. You see there. He said, do, is it, set on the wall continuously. Set up your own altar. Number three, service your altar continually. It's not enough to have an altar. You need to get there every day. Get to your altar daily. Service your altar. Service your altar continuously. Service your altar continually. Number five. You know, set satanic altars ablaze. Pray that every altar in the compound you are living in, satanic altar may be born to ashes, altars in the area, altars in the environment, altars around you, let them be born to ashes. Set those altars ablaze. Set those altars ablaze. Service your altar by sowing and by giving. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 1 to 2. So give a portion to seven and a portion to eight. Cast your bread upon the water. After many days, you will see them again. Cast your bread upon the water. See, if you obey me, let's see Job 36, 11. Let's go there finally before we pray. Job 36, 11. Ecclesiastes 11, verse 1. Say, so cast your bread upon the water. After many days, but let's go to Job 36, 11. God gave a promise there. What is the, let's see what the promise is. Job Mm-hmm. That's why they are in plenty. Please mark it as a promise. Mark it in your Bible. If you obey me and serve me, you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in plenty. It's a promise from the Father. It's a promise from the Father. I want you to rise up whatever you are. Let's rise up in prayer. Say every altar. Every altar against my prosperity. Scatter now. Every altar against my prosperity begin to scatter. Open your mouth and pray. Yes. Every altar. Every altar against your prosperity. 
Yes. Every altar against your prosperity begin to scatter. Every altar. Yes. Every altar against your prosperity. Yes. Every altar against your prosperity. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar against your prosperity. Yes, open your mouth and pray. Every altar. Every altar against your prosperity. Every altar against your prosperity. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar raised up against your life. Every altar enemies are raised against you. Pray, yes. Every altar raised against you. Yes. Open your mouth and pray. Yes. Every altar raised against you. Every altar raised against your life. Every altar against your destiny. Open your mouth and pray. Begin to burn them down wherever they raise the altar. Every altar raised against you. Every altar raised against you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Face this direction. Say every altar. Raised against my life. From this direction. I pull you down. Every altar of the enemy. Raised against my life. From this direction. I pull you down. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar. Yes. In this direction. Raised against you. Pull it down. Pull it down. Yes. Every altar. Raised against you. Yes. Every altar. Raised against you. From this direction. Every altar the enemy raised against you. From this direction, begin to pull it down. Pull it down. Pull it down. Yes. Every altar. Raise against you from this direction. Raise against your prosperity. Every altar raise against your life. Say, I pull you down in the name of Jesus. Yes, burn it down. 
Yes. 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 Begin to burn down every altar. Altar of limitation. Altar of stagnancy. Begin to burn it down from this direction. Burn it down. Burn down the altar. Burn down the altar. Burn down the altar. Yes. Oh yes, begin to burn it down. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Every altar, burn it down. Yes, burn it down. Oh, begin to burn down the altar. Yes. Burn the altar. Raise against you. In Jesus' name we pray. This direction. See every altar. Raised in your father's house. Against your life. Burn them to ashes. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar raised in your father's house. Raised in your father's house. Burn them down. Yes, the altar raised in your father's house. Every altar raised in your father's house. Begin to pull them down. Yes, pull them down. Yes, pull them down. Yes, yes, pull them down. Yes, yes, pull them down. Oh, yes, pull them down. Yes, pull them down. Pull them down. Oh yes. Oh yes. Pull them down. Yes. Yes. Oh yes, pray. Begin to declare. Yes. Oh yes, begin to pull it down. Yes, pull it down. Yes. Begin to pull it down, pull them down, yes. Altars of your father's house, raise against you. Pull them down right now, yes. Yes, begin to break them down, every altar. Burn them to ashes. Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire for every altar. Yes, Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. Yes, in Jesus' name we pray. This direction, say every altar from this direction, raised against me. Let it be burnt down. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar in this direction that they raise against you, pull it down. Yes, pull it down. Yes, every altar, pull it down. Pull it down. Yes. Every altar, put it down. Yes, put it down. Yes. Begin to put down the altars. Yes. In Jesus' name, I pray. This direction. Say every altar. Raise against my life. In the realm of the spirit. From this direction. Let me go down. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar. Yes. Yes, every altar. Raise against you. Every altar, raise against you. Yes. Every altar, raise against you. Yes, prayer. Oh, yes, every altar, raise against you. Every altar, raise against you. Every
are raised against your life. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Every altar raised against you. Open your mouth, yes. Begin to pull them down, yes. Every altar raised against you. Yes. Open your mouth, yes. Every altar raised against you. Pull them down. Pull them down, yes. Pull down the altars, yes. In Jesus' name I pray. Place hand on your head. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord, oh Lord, every foundational altar disturbing your plan and purpose for my life, let it be rooted out. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. Every foundational altar affecting your plan and purpose for my life, affecting your plans and purpose, affecting your plans and purpose. Open your mouth and pray. Every foundational altar affecting your plans and purpose, affecting your plans and purpose. Yes. Begin right now, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Open your mouth and pray, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Begin to pull it down, yes. Pull down the altars, yes. 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 Begin to pray. Every altar, foundational altar, that say you will not progress, that say you will not move in the race of life. Yes. 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 In Jesus' name, we pray. Place your hand on the ground. So we stand on the authority of God's word. Say every altar, every altar on junctions in this area, we pull them down. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar and virtues, every divination of sorcery, yes, begin to pull them down. Begin to pull them down, yes. Pull them down, yes. Begin to pull them down, yes. Every altar, pull them down, yes. Begin to pull them down. Oh, yes, pull them down, pull them down, yes. Begin to pull down the altars, yes. Oh, yes, pray. Yes, begin to pray. Every altar, walking in this territory, walking in the area, unseen altars, invisible altars, yes. Oh, yes, pray. Oh, begin to pray, yes. Oh yes, pray. Oh yes, pray. 
We're going to pull them down, pull the altars down. Yes. Pull down the altars, yes. Yes, pull the altars down. Oh, yes, pull the altars down, yes. Every spiritual altar. Yes, pray. Every altar, pull them down. Oh, yes, pray. Pull them down, yes. Pull them down, yes. Every altar, yes. Begin to pull them down, yes. Yes, pray. Pull them down. Yes, begin to pray. Yes. In Jesus' name I pray. Place your hand on the ground. Say, I declare fruitfulness in every area of my destiny. Yes, pray. Open your mouth and pray. I speak fruitfulness, yes. Oh, yes, fruitfulness. Oh, yes, begin to pray. Fruitfulness, yes. Begin to speak fruitfulness, yes. Oh, yes, fruitfulness. Yes. In Jesus' name I pray. Raise your hands up. Get your seed ready. Get your offering for this service. Begin to declare that every altar working against you, let their sacrifice come to nothing. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar working against you, let their sacrifice come to nothing. Oh, begin to pray. Begin to declare. Every altar working against you, let their sacrifice come to nothing. Yes, begin to pray. Begin to declare. Every altar. Every altar. Yes. Every altar. Every altar working against you. Yes, pray. Begin to declare. Raise it up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I declare. Every altar against me. I counted their sacrifice. I, every sacrifice they are making against me. Let it come to nothing. Open your mouth and pray. Yes. Let it come to nothing. Let it come to nothing. Yes, let it come to nothing. Every sacrifice made against you. Every sacrifice. Open your mouth and pray. Every sacrifice. Whatever the sacrifice are prayed from. Let the sacrifice come to nothing. Oh, pray. Every sacrifice. Yes. Every sacrifice. Yes. Open your mouth and pray. Every sacrifice. Yes. Open your mouth and pray. Every sacrifice. Every sacrifice. Set against you. In Jesus' name I pray. Raise it up. In the name of Jesus. We come against every sacrifice of the enemy. We release finances meant for us this week. Finances meant for us in the spiritual realm. Let it be released in the physical. Let the finances come down. Let the finances come down. Let the favor come down. Let the Lord get it done for your glory. Our expectation will not be cut off. Our expectation will not be cut off. All our expectation will not be cut off. Let it be released in the land of the living. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Father. Just drop it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just drop it. I want you to place your hand on your head. Say, oh Lord. I release protection upon myself 
from the altars of darkness. I cover myself away from the altar of darkness. I declare the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into the name and they are saved. I run into the name of the Lord. 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 I run into the name of the Most High. Open your mouth and pray. Begin to run into the name. Yes, begin to run into the name. Begin to run into the name. Begin to run into the name. Yes. Yes. Yes, we run into the name. Yes. In Jesus' name I pray. Place your hand on your chest. Sit down, everyone. Place your hand on your chest. Like joy like a river. Joy like a river. Like joy like a river in my soul. Like joy like a oh joy. Oh joy in my soul. Everybody sing it now. I have like a river, I have like a river, I have like a river in my soul. Joy like I have joy. I have like a river in my soul. Everybody sing it now. I have like I have joy. I have like a river in my soul. A joy like I have joy. I have joy. A river in my soul. In the name of Jesus, let joy flow like a river. Let joy flow like a river. Let joy flow like a river in our lives. Let there be joy. Let there be peace in Jesus' name I pray. Place your hand on the ground. Say, O city of Lagos, my portion will locate me in this city. I refuse to go empty. Let my portion in this city locate me. Open your mouth and pray the prayer. Yes. Let your portion in the city locate you. Open your mouth and pray that prayer.
It's your duty to face it. Don't run away from challenges. Never run away from battle. Never run away from the attacks of the enemy. Stand your ground and face it. I'm talking about destroying the horns of limitation. He said, and he saw, and I saw in a vision, four horns. Let's go down. And I said to the angel who talked to me, what are these? And he answered, these are the horns of power which have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. He said, the horns you are seeing in this vision, they are horns that have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. After God released a word that is time to lead them all, the horns came. The horns came that nobody will raise up their head in the land. Can you rise up wherever you are and place your hand on your head? Say, I will raise up my head in this land. I will not be limited in this land. I am going to rise over situations and circumstances. Open your mouth and begin to pray. I will lift up my head. I will not be limited. I will not be brought down. And all the horns of limitation, you must bow to me. The horns of limitation, the horns that hold people down, the horns of limitation, the horns that bring down in destiny. You free up your mouth and say, you will not be limited. You will not be brought low. You will not be brought down in destiny. Refuse to be brought down. Refuse to be limited. Refuse to be brought low. Yes. In Jesus' name of prayer. Listen to me. Be seated. This was a vision of Zechariah. He saw four horns. He did not understand the horns. He had to ask the angel, what are these horns? He said, these are the horns that scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. These are the horns to make sure that nobody will raise up their head in the land. It's the horn of limitation. I was telling somebody some days ago, I said, it is not God's will for any of his children to be low, to be limited. It's not God's will. I said, in fact, when anything comes around that will prosper you, you don't start asking God, this prosperity, is it your will? I said, it's a wrong prayer. He wants you to be lifted high. He said, through prosperity will my city be lifted. Look at Israel today. All the nations around them, Syria, Egypt, all the Arabs, they said that they will wipe out Israel from the map. What happened? War began from inside. The person that was sponsoring there to come against Israel, Gaddafi, something happened, he was killed, money was not flowing again, war began in Syria, war began in Qatar, all the nations around them, they have been destroyed, but Israel is prospering. In the midst of enemies, you will prosper. Amen. I didn't hear you, I said you will prosper. Amen. I said you will prosper. Amen. The horns, what are the forms? Let me tell you something. The number four, spiritually, in the spiritual realm, numbers are very important. Numbers are very important. In the spiritual realm, four is a number of stability. I will show you from the Bible. Four is a number of stability. When anything is four, it is stable. Do you know that there are four major angels that God put to guide the world? I'm not talking about the angels moving around. No, four archangels. One is angel Gabriel, one is angel Michael, one is angel Uriel, and the other one is the, top, the, the fourth angel, Michael. Four of the angels. Uriel, Michael, Gabriel, 
and Horeb, four angels. They are meant to guide the four posts of the earth to make sure that nothing go wrong. No matter what happens, they have been given the job. They are in the four posts, and I will show you something here from the Bible so that you will know that the world we live in is made up of four corners. Let's see Isaiah quickly. Isaiah 11, verse 11 to 12. Let's go there quickly. Isaiah 11, verse 11 to 12. So that you can see clearly the power of number four. Four is very powerful. Let's see Isaiah 11, verse 11 to 12. The mystery of the number four. And it shall come to pass mm -hmm. in that day uh -huh. that the Lord shall set his hand again mm -hmm. the second time uh -huh. to recover the remnants of his people. That's right. Which shall be left mm -hmm. from Asia and from Egypt mm -hmm. and from Patros mm -hmm. and from Kosh mm -hmm. and from Elam Continue. and from Shinar, mm -hmm. and from Amath, and from the island of the sea. Uh -huh. Continue to 12. And he shall set up an sign and signs for the nation, mm -hmm. and shall assemble the outcasts mm -hmm. of Israel, mm -hmm. and gather together this first of Judah mm -hmm. from four corners of the earth. Stop there. What are you seeing there? The world we are living in are four colors. Four colors. So there is a compass. A compass is four. The compass rules the east, the west, the north, and the south. And listen to this. Those four horns that you saw, I will explain to you what they are, so that you can know what is fighting against you. The first of the horn that you saw was the horn of luck. The horn of lack. <clears throat> the horn of lack. In Syria, right now, because of the war, people are eating grasses. People cook grasses. They eat them. It's one of the best you can get. People are cooking cats, eating them. Whatever they see, lizard, rats, is now the best food available in the city. Why? Because of lack. Lack is an enemy sent by the devil to bring people down from the dignity and the place God put them. God originally made you higher than the angels. It was after the fall of Adam that the psalmist prayed the prayer in Psalm 8. He said, I have made him a little lower than the angels. But originally in that same place, Original translation said, Thou have made man a little lower than Elohim. In the beginning, he was only lower than Elohim. But after man failed, man became lower than the angels. That is not the plan of God for man. God wants man. Do you know that? In the bush till now, if a lion faces you as a human being, the first time he sees you and looks at you, he will draw back. It's when he draws back, he will now say, This man has fallen. Why am I running away? He will not come back. When animals see man because of the power of dominion, they will first, the first thing they will do is to run. Then later they will say, no, this person has lost. He has lost his dominion. They will not come back to attack. God made you special. God made you in his own dominion. You are not meant to allow the horns of the enemy to put you into lack. Whenever you see lack in your life, 
let it be clear to you that the enemies want to attack you. The first thing the enemy attacks in a person's life is his finances. That is why the first horn is the horn of lack. The enemy attack his finances. And that is why the psalmist prayed the prayer. He said, Lord, don't make me to be poor, lest I still blaspheme your name. Don't make me to eat the food of my enemy. Sometimes they are doing Christmas. Somebody brings the food, and you know this person is bad. You know the person is evil. You will say, I cover this food with the blood of Jesus. The reason why the person says so is because he had no other food to eat. So the enemy brings you down, makes you to eat the food of the enemy. Today, God will break all the horns in your life. Yes, I say God will break all the horns in your life. Yes. I say God will break all the horns in your life. Yes. The first horn is the horn of lack. Enemy uses lack to bring people down. Enemy uses lack to draw people back. Today, as the oil touches your head, every horn of lack in your life will be broken in the name of Jesus. Yes. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. In the beginning, when God made man in Eden, he gave man four rivers. Four rivers. River Euphrates, the river Elites, all the rivers were around the garden so that man can walk in dominion. As we anoint you this day over limitation, no power will limit you anymore. No power will limit you anymore. No power will limit you anymore. In the name of Jesus. Number two, the second horn is spells. Spell. Let's see Numbers 23, 23. Say, there shall be no enchantment against Jacob that will stand. There shall be no divination. There shall be no sorcery against Israel that will stand. There shall be no divination. What did it mean? Divinations are real. What is divination? People put things down. It could be the sand from the baggage. It could be the cowries from the sea. They put it down, and through those, those sand, those cowries, they can check your future. Why are they checking? They want to destroy. There are some things God has planned is coming your way. They check it and say, oh, you're going to get this thing? They destroy. They just destroy. Any divination against you will be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Will be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. The second horn is spells. Somebody can cast a spell on a person's business. You will sit down from morning till night. You won't see anything. Nothing will enter your hand. It's a spell. God did not make it that way. God said, you're going out and you're coming in shall be a blessing. That is how God made it. You're going out and you're coming in shall be a blessing. Whenever you go out and you come in, there is no blessing. There is a spell. The horn of the enemy is trying to limit your destiny. I told somebody this morning, he was speaking, and he was talking about, he said, why is there so much talk about people prospering? I said, listen to this, when you are broke, it doesn't make you holy. And he said, you said something, I said, I can get it. When you are broke, it doesn't make you holy. No broke person can be holy. You can't be holy. You can't see money on the ground and you don't pick it if you don't have. Are you hearing me? You don't have. But if you have so much money and you, you can even see a hundred thousand on the ground, you pass it. You pass it, say, I don't need this, I don't need this. I don't need it. Number two, I'm talking about the second horn is the horn of spell. Listen to me, spells are real. Spells are real. People play spells on people's way. Psalm 140. He said, They have set genes for me. It's not today it began. Psalm 140. He said, Enemy have set genes on my way so that when I step on it, I start having problems. 
There are people when you just shake them, just call them to shake them. It's trouble. It's trouble. Some people when you just embrace them, it's trouble. It's trouble. It's trouble. And what happens? This thing begin to cause trouble. They begin to cause spells around you. They cause spells for you. So the second horn is the horn of spells. Spells are genesis of the enemy. They do this thing to work against you. That's why you have to be careful if you're living in the public places. Sometimes you put your clothes, somebody watches it and go there and drop something. It's real. What are they dropping? They drop something to make sure you go down. You wear that clothes, you go and sell something. Nobody will come and say, what are you selling? Enemy has placed spells upon you. This morning, every limitation on your life will be broken. Amen. I didn't hear amen. amen. I didn't hear amen. amen. God is going to break limitations over your destiny. Amen. The number three on is dream attacks. Look at what he said in Matthew 13, 25. Why men slept? Why men slept? Enemy that cannot face you in the day will come when you are sleeping. Why men slept? Enemy came and planted tears among them. Why men slept? They come and do things when you wake up in the morning, things start going wrong. They come in different forms. They hold people down. They tie them down. They program poverty. They program backwardness. They program stagnancy. Why men slept? Why men slept? What is the third on? Dream attack. Matthew 13, 25. He said, why men slept? The enemy came in the midst of their sleep and planted tears among them. Many 70% of the problems people are having today they contacted those problems in their dream. 70% of problems people are having today, they have those problems in their dream. When you eat in the dream, it's because the enemy has programmed food from the demonic world to bring you two things, sickness and drawback. Whenever you see yourself, they bring food to you. Don't take it lightly. As a believer, don't take it lightly. Those food is meant to cause sickness and drawback. It's a white man slept, enemy came. To plant tears. There's a man that came to me many years ago. He knows a lot of VIPs, important people. Whenever he's in their office to see them, he sleeps a little for just one minute. And in that sleep, they'll give him okra soup and one bonus of pandetian. He wakes up from that sleep. Just one minute. It doesn't take long. He's not sleeping in the night. He's just in the reception waiting. As he wakes up, he enters the office. They tell him, who, who sent you to come here? The story will just change. Why? The enemy have used dream attack to limit them. They use number one, they use luck to limit people. Number two, they use spells, spells to limit people. Number three, they use dream attacks. They use dream attacks to limit people. Number four, they use household enemies. Four months. Number four, they use household enemies. If your household enemy cannot get you, there is no enemy that can get you. If enemies in your household, enemies in your household, look at what I would say. He said, a man's enemy shall be members of his household. Uzziah chapter 4. A man's enemies shall be members of his household. Because they can trace you. They can trace you. They can trace you. They can trace you. I thought somebody go and ask your sister, you know, where is your red clothes she took? I said, no, don't fight, don't fight. Just ask the question when you get home. The person asked the question. The person was surprised. 
He said, okay, I'll bring it for you tomorrow. He brought it back. That was the clue they make sure that his brother would never see any job. Number four home is the home of household enemies. Four homes. The prophet saw four homes. Number one, lack. Number two, spells. Number three, dream attacks. Number four, household enemies. But look at what he said. As he was reading that place, let's go back there. Zechariah, let's go back there. Chapter 1, verse 18. I lifted up my eyes and I saw four horns. And I said to the angel, What are these horns? These are the horns of power which have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four carpenters. After seeing four horns, he saw four carpenters. Let's go there. And this, and I said to myself, you know, what are these carpenters come to do? See, these carpenters have come to terrorize, to scatter the home. Whatever is scattering you, God will scatter it today. Amen. I said, God will scatter it today. Amen. There are four carpenters, four carpenters sent from God to break every limitation in your life. Whatever limits you is not from God. Whatever holds you down is not from God. Whatever brings you down is not from God. God has sent four carpenters. What are these carpenters? Number one, the first carpenter is the name of Jesus. He says, in the name of Jesus, every name shall bow. Whether there be powers in heaven, powers beneath the heaven, powers everywhere, in the name of Jesus, every power will bow. The first carpenter is the name of Jesus. As we're going to pray this morning, you will call the name of Jesus seven times against all the spells, against the lack, against the forces fighting against you. The first capital is the name of Jesus. The second capital is the blood of Jesus. The blood. There is power in the blood. There is power in the blood triumph. There is great power in the blood of Jesus. The blood has power. Number three, the word of God. The third capital is the word of God. That's why I was teaching you in the, in the school of prayer. I said, know the world. Know the promises in the world. Know the, I was I'll show you the promises in the world. There is power in the word of God. Use the word against your enemy. Use the word against your situation. Use the word against your circumstances. Use the word against whatever is holding you down. Whatever horns have risen against your life. Today, in this special anointing, I see the horns being scattered. Amen. I see the horns being scattered. Amen. You have been held down a lot by the enemy. It's time to arise and fight against the power of darkness. Number four, what is the fourth capital? Prayer. Four capital, four capitals. Number one, the name of Jesus. Number two, the blood. Number three, the word of God. Number four, praise. <coughs> I told you this morning, it's full of prayer. There is nothing prayer cannot do. There is nothing, there is nothing, there is nothing prayer cannot do. And I say for your prayer to move mountain, it has to move God first. If God is moved, your mountains will move. If only you can move God, your mountains around you, they will also move. What am I saying? This morning, God wants to rise up against all the horns, against your life, against your destiny. Whatever these horns have held their life down, whatever these horns have walked against you, these are the horns of the enemy. Enemy uses these horns against people, uses lack to make sure people are not able to get anything in their life. Uses lack to suppress them, uses lack to hold them down. Use this lack to suppress their destiny. Use this lack to limit them. Use this lack to hold them down. This morning, only you make up your mind 
you can declare war against the power fighting against your life. Can you rise up on your feet? I want you, wherever you are, place your hand on your head and say, Oh God, my Father. Oh God, my Father. Say, Oh God, my Father. I cannot remain like this. I cannot remain. Say, Oh God, my Father. Oh God, my Father. I cannot remain like this. I cannot continue like this. Every horn against me. Today, I am against them. Open your mouth and pray. Yes.
pray against spells. Anybody have done in your name. They are buried it by the water side, by the seaside. They are buried it by the mountain side in your name. Even padlocks, they are buried against you. Open your mouth and declare from this direction. Every spell of the enemy. Yes, spell of the enemy. Evil padlocks. Charms of dropper. Charms to limit you. Charms of darkness. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Whosoever. Yes. Man or woman. Yes. You sing spells on me. Oh, yes. Yes. Begin to fight my battle. Begin to fight my battle. And all is shame. Every spell. 